Hi there, and welcome to the Restoration Women's Virtues. I'm Mary Jean Pigeon, and I'm excited about being here with you today because I want to, I've been wanting to share with you um, things that I've learned through 50 years of walking with God. Uh, I met him in my own house one day reading a book and invited him into my life, and it changed me forever. And so I don't know where you are in life right now, but I just want you to know that God is there. He has answers, and He wants us to ask Him <clears throat> about the mysteries in our life, how to solve problems. He's, he wants to be there for us. That's why Jesus came, was to restore us in relationship with our Father in heaven. And so um, there's lots to be talking about. I remember a lady saying one time, Tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you said. So I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about over the next few sessions that we have together. One is that the the blood covenant that God has cut with, with, with us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. When we receive Christ into our life, we receive all the benefits of a blood covenant and the names of God. Um, my main purpose in doing this is because... The days are growing darker. The time on the culture and the earth is growing darker. And there is a safe place for you and I to be. And the a basic scripture is that Noah, whose name means rest, being warned of God of things not yet seen, built an ark for the salvation of his household and uh, uh, saved his family from that with that. So I want us to learn how to build an ark for the salvation of our household and to know how to dwell in the secret place of the Most High so that we can be safe and and removed from all the darkness that's in the earth. And the names of God, which is what we're going to go over to, show us what He wants to do for us in our lives. And so um, that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at a blood covenant and what that really means and how it is the modern-day communion service. We're going to look at the names of God and what all He wants to do for us and see some stories in the Old Testament that um, shows brought that forth and showed, showed that, that truth being lived out. <clears throat> so in the name, and, and we need this because as times get tight and, and darkness gets darker, we need to know how to trust God in the midst of it. And I'll tell you, I have learned out of 50 years, <laughs> I have learned that to uh, uh, the knowledge of God is very powerful. When I know some things about him, when I know his character, and I can trust him better. So let's just make it easy on ourselves and learn some things and trust him better. And so here's here's a little card that we have here at West Houston Christian Center. And it's called, we've typed it up so we can keep it before us, the names of God. And I'm just going to go through them real quickly now, but as the time goes by over the next few podcasts, we're going to go into depth with them. Um, The first name that God revealed himself to us was Jehovah Jireh. And there's, these are just a few of the names. These aren't even all of the names that are used for God, but they're the, the first ones where he revealed himself. Um, to mankind. And this was in Genesis twenty two fourteen. 14, when, um, and we'll get into that a little more later, where Abram was going to sacrifice his son Isaac on the altar. And God stopped him and, and held his hand back from slaying Isaac and said, he, uh, then Abram named that place Jehovah Jireh, 
And it means the Lord provides or he will see to it. So you want to remember that. And these first three names are really the basics of life. The Lord will provide, the Lord will heal, the Lord will be our protection. And those are the basics we need in life. Those are things that we would be afraid of, famine, no food, uh, no provision. And he wants us to know, I'm there for you. I will provide, I will see to it. Jehovah Jireh. The second one that he revealed himself to us in is Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that healeth thee. And he told Moses, tell the people of Israel that if you will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God and obey all my commandments, I will be your physician. And my word is medicine, it says in Proverbs 4. The word of God is medicine to our flesh. So here we have the first place he revealed himself in the earth was Jehovah Jireh that I will provide. The next place he revealed himself is Jehovah Rapha. I am your healer. I am your physician. And then we find out later in the Proverbs that his word is the medicine he uses uh, for our flesh. So Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is our healer. And Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our banner. And this came about in Exodus 17 when Aaron and Ur were holding up Moses' hands while Joshua fought the battle with, the, with Amalek. And uh, so <clears throat> he is our protector and our provider. And Jesus even said that he kept his disciples through the name that God had given him. So um, there is protection, keeping power, provision, and health and healing. Your health care program is wrapped up in the names of God. <laughs> And I just think that's wonderful in a day when everything else seems to be falling apart. So remember these things, that those are the first three things. He, he took care of our basic needs first and foremost, our provisions, our health care program, and um, being a protection to us. And like I said, we're going to get into these a little more in depth. The next thing is Jeho called Jehovah Makedish. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. I think that is so wonderful because so many times we think we have to we have to do it ourselves. We do participate. We uh, choose life over and, and prosperity over death and adversity. We have to make the choice <clears throat> and allow God to be God in our lives. You know when we when we start off with this, I forgot to mention to you that the third commandment is, "Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain," and um, uh, so the third, the, we, we, if we take his name and call ourselves a Christian and yet we don't allow him to be our provider, allow him to be our healer, allow him to be our protection. If we don't take him in those areas too, then we've taken his name in vain. And, um, when we allow him to be our sanctifier, I think that's powerful. And that comes out of, um, Exodus 31, 13, we'll, like I said, we're going to look at these more in depth later, but where he says uh, that when we practice the Sabbath rest, other people around us know that the Lord is our sanctifier. And so we'll get into that. But just know that you don't have to sanctify yourself. We've been given the blood of Jesus through the cross. We've been given the name of Jesus through his death and resurrection. We've been given the word of God for his promises uh, his promises and and his uh, well his promises and the way he t the stories that he's 
lived out through the Old Testament to show us those truths in living color. It acted out in real life and manifested in real life. So he's our sanctifier. And it says in First uh, Thessalonians that he will sanctify us wholly, spirit, soul, and body. I don't know if you've ever tried to sanctify yourself, but sometimes it's, it's really a hard work. And so God is just telling you, you don't have to do that. I remember him saying to me one day when I was feeling unsanctified and a little upset with myself for the way I had behaved. And he said, that's all right. You do the best you can, and then I'll be there to fill in the rest. So he wants to be there to help us. That's what his grace does. His grace strengthens our hearts towards righteousness. It strengthens our heart and turns it towards righteousness so that we can do what's right. We just have to choose to do what's right. We don't have to make it happen. Uh, I used to, uh, years ago, when my husband and I were on a, on a very, um, in a trying time, and I was trying to believe God for things and stuff, and he said, he gave me Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. And I read that out every day, every day. And then I got to thinking, Lord, I, I can't do that. It's all the blessings that come upon us. He'll bless all we put our hands to. And I, I just said, you know, we're not big business people, wheeler dealers. I don't see how that's going to happen for us. I can see it happening for other people, but I don't see it happening for us. And he says, I didn't ask you to do it. I ask you to believe it. I will do it. So he's not asking us to sanctify ourselves. We can call upon the name of Jesus and the blood of the Lamb. He has borne our sin, sickness, and disease in his body at the cross, that by his stripes we were healed. So Jehovah Makedesh, I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Jehovah Shalom, I am the Lord your peace. Jehovah Rohi, the Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord is our righteousness. You want to be righteous? Just receive Christ into your life. He brings that robe of righteousness with him. The, the Lord, uh, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is present. And in his presence, there is a resting place. So that's what we're going to be looking at in the days ahead. And I invite you to join me. We're at Restoration of Women's Virtues uh, on the uh, Facebook, on um, YouTube, and womensvirtues.com is our, is our webpage. And if you go up in the corner to the menu, it says RWV Live, and you can find all of our past uh, um, podcasts there. And we've done a lot on the role of the woman, the purpose, position, and power of the woman, and just lifestyle in the kingdom. And that's what I'm all about is to, to help us learn the lifestyle of the kingdom is where victory is always attained. So join me next week, and we'll get into the names of God and what it means to have covenant with God. God bless you. See you then.